This is Captain James Proctor of the USS Eckener reporting. The Eckener has gone Hindenburg, and I am stranded somewhere in the Wyoming Plains. Uh, let's see, I have um, two wireless radios and about three dozen records from the lounge. Yes, the gramophone made it. What? Good luck? R Richard, what? Richard? Wait, get it started, get it started. Let's try it and it's right. You're listening to a Petrifying Productions project broadcasted on KOCA 93.5 FM every 6 to 7 p.m. Friday nights. Oh, the humanity. Contact KOCA, email KOCA at KOCA935.org. It might be terrible. To contact Captain Proctor, email petrifyingproductions at gmail.com or visit our website at tinyurl.com slash petrifyingproductions. I, I can't talk, ladies and gentlemen. Airship wrecked with Captain Proctor. Ladies and gentlemen, today I bring you the sad news of Adam's death. Adam was a good automaton. Adam stands for amazing talking useless machine. However, he was my friend and though... Captain, I am still here. Adam? Sir, when I told you I wasn't alive, I did not mean I was dead. I am a machine, not a weak human. But Adam, I had a funeral song for you all queued up. Oh, I'll play it anyway. Oh, Mr. Hamilton, what have you done? Look at this terrible trend you've begun. You make me sick, you contemptible dog. I blame you for the death of the cog. Clocks used to be such magnificent things. Beautiful sprockets and dazzling springs. But you gave the people your digital beast. And in turn, now all gears are deceased. How things have changed from when I was a boy. Clockwork would tick and would bring me much joy. But with your advent, there's no need to wind. Everything charming has been left behind. Mr. Hamilton, you dirty fiend Your modern timepiece is cruel and obscene I was a lover of gears great and small They all were my friends and you've murdered them all
cog is dead. By the cog is dead. I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. In my heart, I have but one desire. And that one is you, no other will do. I've lost all ambition for worldly acclaim. I just want to be the one you love. And with your admission that you feel the same, I'll have reached the goal I'm dreaming of. Believe me, I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. I don't want to set the world on fire, honey. I love you too much. I just want to start a great big flame down in your heart. You see, way down inside of me, darling, I have only one desire. And that one desire is you, and I know nobody else ain't gonna do. I've lost all ambition for worldly acclaim. I just wanna be the one you love, and with your admission that you feel the same. I'll have reached the goal I'm dreaming of. Believe me, I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. I don't want to set the world on fire. By the ink spots. I started playing the cello when I was nine, and Zoe was probably nine. You're nine? That's great. I have worked out every last detail in this plan I made. This thing which cannot fail. I dare myself to do this one thing. You can have my car. Go on and take everything. All that's good is gone. 
A Quitter by Rasputina.
video killed the radio star by the Buggles. <laughs> that was such a sad set. Oh, <clears throat> all right, all right. Uh, well, to me, a large part of steampunk music is instrumental. And so I would like for as much of the rest of the show as we can to just have instrumental music. So no talking aloud, all right, Adam? Adam? Is that all right? Sir, you are talking. <clears throat> no, I I was um, trying to get your attention. I, anyway.
propellers meet the clouds by the Weckless R.O. Ha! Talking. Manipulated Living by Michael Andrews.
selfish, misbegotten, and unnatural child. Flying on the wings of steam by Chris Vrenner. Can boat repairs by Alexander Hamer. You're listening to a Petrifying Productions project broadcasted on KOCA 93.5 FM every 6 to 7 p.m. Friday nights. To contact KOCA, email KOCA at KOCA935.org. To contact Captain Proctor, email petrifyingproductions at gmail.com. And now, to break our vow of silence for a short time, the second half of the radio version of H2L's Time Machine. All day we wandered through the great ruined halls. The building had been deserted, unused for perhaps a century. The childlike men of that time had long since ceased to care about anything but their own personal comforts. It was late afternoon and growing dark when we came upon the chemical section. We had found nothing useful to us until then, and now came the worst disappointment of all. And it's dust, all of it. Been dust for centuries. Another dead end. Ah, it's hopeless. We were out of our heads to hope that nitrates would retain their form for a hundred thousand years. We go now? There's nothing here. 
Oh, wait just a moment. Something in this case. Well, you can break it with your lever. Stand back a little. All right. <laughs> Box of matches. Hermetically sealed. Oh, wait, let me see. Well, they're perfect. But they're not even damp. What shall we do with them? Burn down those brass doors? Well, you'd better keep them. You can't tell. Paula. What? On the floor, you see them? Small, narrow footprints leading away into the darkness at the end of this gallery. Dudley! Uh, we'd better go. Pick Queen up and carry her. We'll have to run for it. Now, don't be frightened, my dear. It'll be all right. Go on, run! We came out of the gloom of that place, into the deeper gloom of dusk. And suddenly we saw. We were trapped. All around us were the Morlocks. They were there by the thousands, surrounding us. And coming closer in the long, even line of deathly fight, their eyes blinking in the half-light. Their tiny mouths alive with appetite. Paula, the matches! I have them dipped like a fire from here. Hurry, man, the forest is dry. Hurry, man. We'll have an inferno here in a minute. Our little friends don't like light or heat. The fire leaped high to the heavens and the countryside was ablaze. The Morlocks turned in fear, blinded by the glare. Some of them blundered into the middle of the raging flames and the rest faded away like a fog. Dudley had left a narrow passageway for our retreat, and we fled down a long corridor of leaping flames and blistering heat. We fled to safety toward the community of the little people. As we ran, we passed the huge monument with its great bronze doors that were locked tight in our time machine. And suddenly, in the glare of the distant fires, we saw something that stopped us short. They're open! Paula, the doors are open! No, no, not go in. Dudley, no. It's a trap. They're, they're waiting for us inside. Waiting or not, we're going in. No. Dudley, it's suicide. It'll take me one minute to screw the levers on again, then I touch them and we're away. All right, I'll try to give you your one Good minute. boy. No, no, go. Not leave me. No, you, you, my dear, you hold tight around my neck. You're coming home with us, all right? All right, let's go. We're in. Oh, look, the machine, oh. they haven't harmed it. I don't see them yet. Come on, now, quickly. The door's Dudley. Uh, they're closed. Get in the seat, I'll be ready in a moment. I waited for the hum that would signal our departure. And there in the darkness, the Morlocks were finally upon us. Cold, persistent fingers swarmed over my body, tugging at me, sucking me away from the machine. I held tight to Weena as a man holds fast to life and tried to kick them away with my feet. Hurry, Dudley, hurry! I to get these levers quickly or we're done. One more turn, and There, follow, we're away, we're gone! Yes. Yes, we made it. Oh. Are you all right? I'm all right. Good. And Weena? Weena isn't with us. What happened? They tore her from my hands at the last minute. They got her. I, I tried to save her. I, I couldn't. I still have a piece of a tunic here in my fist. Little piece of a tunic, Dudley. Nothing else. And so we came home again. Back into the very minute from which we had left. Back into 12 noon, October 22nd, 1950. We were in Dudley's laboratory again, motionless, sitting on the ridiculous contraption which he has called the time machine. Was it all a dream? Did any of it happen? Could any of it happen? Oh, of course not. 
How stupid. Then what of this? What of this little piece of thin green silk I hold in my hand? Escape is produced and directed by Norman MacDonald. Today we have brought to you The Time Machine by H.G. Wells, adapted for radio by Irving Ravitch, and starring John Daner as Fowler and Larry Dobkin as Dudley, with Georgia Ellis as Weena. The special music for Escape was arranged and played by Ivan Dittmars. Next week, escape with us to a small fishing boat off the California coast at a night of terror and death at the hands of a brilliant madman as Bud A. Nelson tells it in his exciting story, Seven Hours to Freedom. And now it's time for Ask Captain Proctor. Today we have a telegraph from Duke. He says, <clears throat> I just heard your first show and thought it was actually pretty good. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem that there are any more, and I was just wondering if you dropped the idea or if there are any more on the way. Well, Duke, that seems pretty self-explanatory at this point. So, let's move on. And he also says, Well, your podcast is great. Same can't be said for the website, I'm afraid. I came online on my Windows 7 PC, and the site is frustrating, slow, etc., can you perhaps organize a mobile-friendly or XML site page? I completely agree, Duke, and I will do that as soon as I figure out what a mobile-friendly XML site page is. And until next week, this is Ask Captain Proctor. And now, back to some music without words. In fact, I've noticed there's quite a lot of circus music out there like this, so let's just try to finish up the show with a number of classic circus tunes.
Sir de la Mort, Verney in process.
Carousel, Circus Contraption.
Cirque du Lac, KK, the Steampunk Orchestra. Disco Accordion, Myron Floron. Really, sir? Disco Accordion? Yes, Adam. Disco Accordion. All right, I'll admit it. I, I, I lost it there. That was not a good set <clears throat> at the end. Um, you have to admit, though, it was good dancing music. Um, <clears throat> right. Now, so, let's go on. Uh, at this point, I feel like scrapping the no singing rule. Why? Because there's some stuff I want to play that has singing in it. So here's more music. Each night as I go walking. 
Vigilante, Avni Park.
Clockwork Waltz, Ben Steen. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is what I feel is the sound of steampunk. <clears throat> Adam? Airship Wrecked with Captain Proctor is created by London Homer Wambium and produced by Petrifying Productions. Visit them online at tinyurl.com slash petrifyingproductions. Theme music by Kevin McLeod. Thank you.